an extinct animal sperm bank. Space Force, vote! Sorry, bro. I love you. Hey, hey, hey! Merry Christmas! And a Happy New Year! It is October 5th! Oh my god, yes 2020. it is! 2020! Welcome to the first episode of... Sorry, bro! I love you! Ooh, that, that hit home. That, like, you pierced my heart with that one, and Thanks. I liked it. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. How's it going? Oh man, not bad. You know, I'm going to say not bad, because that's just what I'm going to say. It's been kind of wild out there. It has been. Uh, wild hey, times. wait a minute. We need to introduce ourselves. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, allow myself to introduce myself. Uh-huh. My name is <laughs> Shahan. Uh, I am one part of this podcast. And I'm part two, or another part, I guess, of the podcast. And I'm Chris. What's up, guys? Chris. Some people call me Christopher. Um, I don't like that. Chris is cool with me. So, yeah. But whatever you guys prefer. Also, I don't know why you're going to call me anything. But yeah, Chris. Chris is cool. Welcome to episode one. Uh, We're really excited to be here. Of course. Obviously. Podcasting from lovely Los Angeles, California. That's right. Podcast Nation. Is this where most podcasts are recorded? I imagine, yeah. I mean... Between here and New York. Between here and New York, I think that that runs the gamut of podcasts. I don't listen to Euro Trash. You don't, huh? No, I don't listen to European podcasts. Damn, I've never listened. I've also never... That not true. I do listen to European podcasts. What? There's a BBC podcast I listen to. Who is it? Um, Oh my God, what's it called? They do... Is it someone specific or is it a program? It's a program with someone specific. He's like a really old guy. He sounds old. I don't know if he's actually old or not. Is he like the the lost Attenborough brother? Kind of. It very much sounds like that. Mm. Yeah. And they discussed a lot of the classics, you know... Uh, a quite, I'm going to say a quite boring podcast. Uh, <laughs> the most boring podcast you'll ever listen to. Very British. Welcome to the BBC. Oh, that's not even a fucking British accent, man. Welcome to the BBC. Is that Yeah, that's better? Kind of, that's better. Okay, I don't know if I... We're do, not... I'm not a professional. I, you're not a... British w- accent. British accent person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine being a linguist was like you just... You, you do impersonations, yeah. You don't actually learn the language. No. You don't learn about how the language is formed, Not the history of it, nothing. You just do accents. Exactly. I feel like in the Middle Ages, that was probably <laughs> what a Oh, he's a linguist. Be. I am yeah. German. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Most court jesters had a degree in linguistics. At True. The time. That's, uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a part of archaeology we're, we're looking into. The yeah. history of linguistics and uh, and gestures and accents. Well, cool guys. I mean, you know, this is basically a conversation uh, between Chris and I mm-hmm. that we'd have over the phone, regardless of if there was a microphone in front of us. Yeah. And so we decided, why not put together a podcast? Exactly. And however, just to clarify, mm-hmm. we're not over the phone right now. No. Uh, and this is not via Skype either. Yeah. Guys, we're taking a risk here for you. Yeah, we are okay. not social distancing and we are not wearing masks. Yeah, I got tested. We've both been uh, tested. Yeah, we've both been tested, what, a couple months ago? Yeah, I don't yeah. have herpes. You exactly. Oh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, COVID. I don't have COVID either. Okay. Sorry. All yeah, right. I'm clean. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't gotten an STD test. Guys, I hadn't gotten an STD test uh, ever. The first one I got was like, man, it was like last year or something. And I'm 34, by the way. So 
<laughs> so I lived pretty much like when did I lose my virginity? Like 16 years old, mm-hmm. 17, You've 16, been living in 17. This entire time, this entire time, because my first God. experience, she had mentioned that uh, she has herpes. And oh my God, now this is a terrible admission because <laughs> I went around thinking I possibly have herpes and, and sleeping with other women. Oh my God, what have I done? I think done? you would have known. No, I would have known. It was just in the back of my head. I also thought I had AIDS at one point. Not also, AIDS, HIV. You also a little bit of a hypochondriac. I am a hypochondriac. Like, I, I mean, a lot of a hypochondriac. Yeah. And listen, I didn't actually get an STD test the first time two years ago. Okay, fine. I know. You know, <laughs> but pretty fine, I, I don't, I didn't get it often enough. That being said, clearly I didn't have, um, I didn't have sex enough to get it that often. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on from the STDs. Yeah, uh, we just jumped into like a wild topic. Yeah. It's like put a microphone in front of me. I'm gonna give you <laughs> way too much information. Yeah. So yeah, so let's just jump right into it. Yeah, uh, the biggest ice. Well, depending on where you on where you are in the world, the biggest news out there right now: mm-hmm. Trump has COVID. Mister mm. Donald Trump. He has COVID. I, I don't even, should I call him President Donald Trump or you know, Mr. Donald guess Trump? Guess what? Joe Biden wasn't calling him President or Mr. President. Yeah, I feel you know? like that's a little bit of, he, he's, he was being a little bitter during the debate. You think was, so? Yeah, he was a little bit like angry old man, angry old white man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> John. Listen, you know, technically he is the president. He is. Whether we agree with him or not, or whether we, we like him or yeah. not. And whether or not he's respecting or disrespecting the position. Absolutely. He's still technically the president. He's, the pre- he's not even technically. He's the president. Right. Man. You so know, he's you should the president. call him Mr. President. I agree. Okay, so I'm going to change my, my, my mind here. I'm going to say Mr. President Donald Trump has COVID. Make COVID cool again. Make COVID know? cool again, man. Like, it's not that bad, right? Well, or, that's according to him. I mean, yeah. he's really making it seem like it's okay at this point. He's always he made is. it seem like it's okay. Yeah, he's really downplayed the whole COVID thing. Definitely. 200,000 deaths later. Yeah, and you know, that's, that's a lot of deaths. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's more, than, uh, that's more American deaths than in World War II. No shit. That's, I'm pretty sure. Wow. It's, I, I mean, it's most definitely more than Vietnam, um, the, all the Iraq wars. Uh, and probably Korea combined. I'm gonna go ahead and say. Okay, I was wrong. You're off, but not by much. Not by much. Two hundred ninety-one thousand five hundred fifty-seven U.S. Are those deaths. are those soldier deaths or like U.S. deaths? Combat deaths. Combat deaths. Yeah, yeah. And in less than five years, which is the length. So we're on it. We're we have a good track here. Uh, yeah, we can hit that number real soon. I mean, it's gonna happen. It's not gonna take five years. It's, sure. it's probably going to be there in like two months. Yeah. Very sad. Um, but he has COVID or so we're led to believe. Ooh, if you want to believe is. the, you know, the, there it is. The mainstream media. I've been, I've been hearing a lot of people say, I don't know if he has it. He might have it. He might. Oh no. I think he's just, it's a, it's a ploy. I don't think he does. What do you think it is? What do you think the ploy is? If if I was in a conspiracy theorist mind, yeah. and I was saying he doesn't actually have it, mm-hmm. it's just a trick or whatever. Yeah, I think what people are thinking is that it's like a it's a power move. I think he's gonna come out and be like, and he has been saying some things. Sure, where he's basically gonna come out and say, "Look, I survived COVID. I'm fine. I don't know why people are blowing this out of proportion." Mm-hmm. 
It's nothing. It's this. if I can survive it, anyone can survive. Although it. he has claimed he's the most healthy president he is. of all time. He is that he is not obese, clearly. No, um, but he's got a <laughs> he's got a fat ass. He's got a fat. <laughs> she's got a great ass. <laughs> oh, that's Al my Al Pacino right there. I mean, obviously, he's not the healthiest president in the world um, or ever. I'm gonna go ahead and say. Who do you think was the healthiest president? Barack Obama, ever? but he did smoke. Occasionally. Occasionally. Not That's what regularly. we're led to believe. I bet he smoked, man. You think he's a, smoke? yeah, he's that a guy cool smoked, cat, bro. bro? He's like, he's a cool cat. Yeah, he's man. Jazz cigarettes. in the bag. Absolutely. I think the healthiest president we ever had was Teddy Roosevelt. Mm. Rough Rider. That's a great, great example. He was also fat, though. Uh, I'm not fat shaming. Eventually, eventually he got big. Yeah. But like, I think like earlier, because remember his his two offices or his two terms as president were uh, separated out. That's true. There was someone in the middle. There was someone in the middle. That's a that's a presidential sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, so yeah, I think he does have COVID. Um, I don't think there's like this deep state conspiracy about him, like you know, going to Walter Reed for no reason. Although his doctor seems very young. Really? Did you see his doctor? I didn't see a picture of he him. He looks no. like he's fucking 30. Really? Yeah. Fresh out of, uh, he's still in his residency. Hmm. Maybe he's dating someone from the family. It could be. It's Maybe. very possible. He keeps like it in the family, man. You know? It's like dating one of Ivanka's first cousins. Exactly. I don't know. Um, it's possible. Yeah. Uh, you he, know who else does it that way? Who? Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano right. keeps it in the family. True. You know, you, you Weird, give orders... But- through your family. True. That's yeah. how you don't get, you know, that's how you don't go to jail. There could be some parallels between Tony Soprano and uh, Donald Trump. Sure. They I'm both... not going to say they're the same people. Parallels. Parallels. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Tony Soprano a lot bigger, uh, a lot less healthy. G- girthier. Girthier. Wider. It didn't go to his ass, though. It didn't. Right? No, For that was Trump, more his... a lot of it's going to his ass. Trump's is. Trump's a big booty man. He's got a hot ass, man. I like that ass. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to slap that. I'd thing. be proud of that. Mm, me too. Thick thighs and a fat ass. Ooh, okay, yummy fat ass. But um, debate was a shit show. Mm-hmm. We don't even have to, have to talk about that because that was just a fucking garbage. Sure, I think everyone that saw it, it will probably agree that if uh, no one won. In fact, we all lost. We all lost. Just, yeah. Yeah. My, I won't name names or anything like that. But my very Republican boss was like just in she couldn't even fathom what went on like we were talking about mm-hmm. it after um the day after uh because we had to go and spend some sure. time together and i was like hey did you end up watching the debate and she's mm-hmm. like at one point i just decided to open up a big bottle of red wine yeah see i i drank an entire bottle of rosé to myself um <laughs> And I wanted to have fun. That's I why feel I like rosé is a good wine to drink in this situation because you're like nonpartisan. You're not red. You're not white. Exactly. You're rosé. I'm rosé. I'm red. You're like, hey, you know, like mm-hmm. everybody just calm down. We, I just want to have fun. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. want to be one or the other. Exactly. I want to get, I want to be refreshed. You're apolitical. Yeah. I'm not asexual. though. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think about... Wait, oh, hold up one second. Space Force, vote! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> Sorry, I had to got, drop that. You got me. I don't know if you guys saw the, uh, the, uh, the tweets from, I mean, what was it? They were yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. 
Apparently he was on drugs. I mean, I'm going to go out and say the guy's been on, like, he's probably consistently on drugs, but this shit fucked him up. (laughs) So these tweets were like the highlight of yesterday, at least of yesterday. Um, Space Force vote. Space Force vote. What a beautiful, it's, you know what? It's to the point. It is to the point. It's direct. It's to the point. It shows great leadership. Space Force vote. Vote. Uh, Any other Trump news that we should touch on? He's out of Walter Reed now. He just Mm -hmm. left. Uh, he's going back to the White House. Apparently, he's doing better. So, so. I'm going to go ahead and say that's bullshit. Just because um, I don't know if you caught it. But, okay, so this is a problem, guys. Because I don't know who, who was giving the press conference here. So, after his apparently, after his doctor gave him, like, that clean bill of health. And, mm-hmm. like, incredibly optimistic, like, outlook in terms of how he feels. The other guy, I don't, I don't know who it is at all. I don't even know what position he holds. I'm blanking out right now. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, he got recorded saying, hey, he went up to the press and he's like, can I talk to you guys off, off the record right now? And oh. they're like, sure. But they fucking recorded him, which is... Well, that's unethical. Yeah, highly unethical. That's our press these days, though. You yeah, know? that's that's definitely the... <laughs> press and, is yeah. unethical these days. And he gave a way different account. It wasn't like... It wow. wasn't like the opposite of what the doctor was saying. It wasn't like grim but, or anything, but it was a, a lot more realistic. Like, he's not out of the woods yet at all. Right, you know? right. Like, he still has a way to go until we can, like, really clear him. Exactly. Well, we wish him a speedy recovery because I don't wish death upon anyone. Um, not even infidels no oh wow okay cool infidels infidels have lives as well and they should live them okay because i just yeah that makes sense i've just heard Mm -hmm. a lot you know like death to infidels death Death to infidels infidels, yeah i I guess i'm an infidel so i want to make sure that i'm you don't uh same here i'm also an infidel respect the rest of my life Mm -hmm. something you brought up today and i thought this was hilarious about the proud boys Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, so I don't know if you, if you guys are aware, but um, gay men have reclaimed the hashtag Proud Boys from the I, Proud I Boys. This. It's beautiful. Um, so it's just uh, gay men, you know, being provocative uh, with that hashtag. And this was apparently, by the way, mm-hmm. brought to you by George Takai. He started it? He started it. I feel like he starts all these, like, he's, he's, a, he's a trender, you know? He, like, trends. Mm-hmm. Is that a trender? Is that a thing? Is he's a, a trendsetter. Word? Trendsetter. Thank you. I got it. Um, I, I just, I, the Proud Boys are the ones that hijacked yeah. the name Proud Boys. Because, listen, if you're all about pride, we all are all about no. pride. Yeah. I love pride. I'm proud that i'm you're into pride yeah i'm loud and i'm proud and and they're I reclaiming mm-hmm. their hashtag definitely and their name yeah that's I, awesome i mean it's, but it's basically just a bunch of um gay men making out with the hashtag that's problems, basically right? what it is i that's saw one kind of stripping <laughs> that was cool nice um yeah it's good stuff sure like a lot, a lot of dancing a lot of celebrating exactly um that is they're just loud and proud and very, they're boys. i don't know why we didn't think of this. I don't either. Like not once did yeah. it cross my mind. We should have thought of this. We should have thought of this. You know who should have really thought of this no. though before naming their organization? The, the Proud, Proud Boys. Boys. They yeah. were playing with fire. With you were playing with fire. Yeah. You should see what's coming in the future. Yeah, that's you name yourself that. I mean, I think it's great branding actually, but right. in their you know, if I were them, I would probably think like no, they are probably not move. super happy about this. No. Yeah, well, sh- you know, deal with it. They should have known, man. Deal they with should it. have known. Yeah, you should stand by.
Yeah, they should stand down and stand by. <laughs> That's a fuck. That was pretty fucked up too. That was insane. Yeah. So, what do you think? Do you, honestly, what do you think? Do you I think, think he's a straight up white supremacist? No, I think Trump just knows exactly who to play to because he plays all angles, right? He does. He's an economist. Sure. Uh, he's all about nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, he's about you know creating recreating white culture in America. Sure. He's like a chameleon of bad ideas. I love that chameleon of bad ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is like, I mean, if if there was throw out a bad idea and give it to Trump, he's going to run with it. He's going to go with it. Yeah, yeah. he's it's going to be on his next. Uh, it's going to be his next topic during the he's debate. Like, this m- might just be dumb enough yeah. for me, you know. So um, what did I say right now? He's a chameleon of what? A chameleon of bad ideas. Of bad ideas. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's wow, great. That's cool. a nice tagline. Wow. Yeah. All right, I'll go. I'll go with that. I mean, he really describes what he is, though. Yeah, and he's willing to do if he's wa- anything. Yeah, if he's walking he's into a white supremacist do... rally, he's like, boom, white supremacist. You know, he's willing to do anything. There is no shame involved. There is mm-hmm. no. He can't get any lower, and he will find a way to get lower. Yeah, and he will just figure out how to win over a very small number of people. Yeah. In each demographic. I mean, exactly. is there anyone of color in that administration, though? Do you think there... I mean, I'm sure there's um, someone in the White House, but in the administration itself. I mean, we're clearly the Surgeon like, General, not fully informed here. The Surgeon but, General. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Vice Admiral Jerome Adams. Handsome man. He's very handsome. Probably can do a lot of push-ups. I have literally never heard of this guy. I just I just remember him talking during like COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. So. But yeah, he's the Surgeon General. He's the only African-American that I know is in the administration. Sure. I cannot tell you another one off the top of my head. I didn't even know this guy was in there. I just, again, I, did, I didn't know his name, but I knew who he was, you know, yeah. in a way. So They might be hiding him. You know, they had to bring <laughs> they, him out during they COVID. They probably are but, hiding him. Yeah. Because, like, you know, he doesn't want to scare the Proud Boys off. Exactly. He's probably in a bunker somewhere. They're like, oh, we want you to be safe. Just go into the bunker at all fucking time. He's like, time. you sure? He's like, I was in the Navy. I know how to defend myself. They're like, no, 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 no. Get in that bunker. And you don't go. you fucking come out. You know? like. Did you watch um, Social Dilemma? I did. On Netflix? I did watch it. How was it? Let's give a quick summary, mm-hmm. I guess, of this. So it's just about... Uh, how social media is affecting society at right. large and how it's kind of it's destroying the it's, fabric of society it's destroying the fact of fabric of society and and truth basically i would say it's destroying truth it's and it has truth. Tr- it's yeah. killed it outright so right. I, I wouldn't say like trump killed truth for example i think he helped it out but it was already on its way out because of social media. well he's a social media monster to begin with exactly he's just so using the platform the, the platform for him to keep tearing at the truth is right in front of him. Yeah. And he's just able to use that to his, you know, to his benefit. I guess like really what it comes down to um, is that everyone's kind of in their own bubble, right? In Mm -hmm. their own bubble of information. So like what I get on my Twitter feed is completely different than what you see on your Twitter feed. Yeah. What I'm recommended on YouTube is completely different than what you're recommended on YouTube. Right. Um, and it has wild implications. And beyond implications, like it's, it's like you said, tearing the fabric of society apart. By the way, so what, like my, my YouTube, for example, I think mine would have like Liverpool soccer, like Liverpool mm-hmm. football club, um, food, some music stuff, uh, like 
general history, culture, like videos and travel stuff. And so, yeah, it's probably completely, I'm, I I would assume ours would overlap somewhat because we have some similar Yeah, for sure. I think the history stuff would yeah, overlap. And some of the music maybe. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if I went over and, you know, down the street into the market and I was like, hey, buddy, what, what's on your YouTube channel? Something completely different for the most part. Yeah. You know what would be interesting? What? If we just pulled up our YouTube feeds right now and like read All right. the first five recommendations. Cool. Pulling up my YouTube right now. Allison Chains down in a hole MTV unplugged. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that, that it is great. Do. That was fantastic. Uh, so that's one of them. Uh, the other one is the untold history of the Armenians, which we'll kind of get into later in well, the podcast. We're definitely going to get into that. But there's a reason why. Uh, there is the kickoff. If you guys haven't watched the kickoff, really cool show. In fact, I have not seen the kickoff. It's a soccer program out of the UK. Um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, again, another Liverpool thing, and that's it. That was five, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so mine is a uh, first one here: building a ridiculous pointy pyramid PC. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, it's in the name. It's in the name. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, hitching through Sinaloa, Shin- Mexico. Sinaloa. 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 Oh shit. Sorry, guys. I'm a little far away and uh, I wear glasses, so I guess I need to go back. Um, so, yeah. Hitching through Sinaloa, Mexico's Marco State. Number three. Why did the Haradrim join Sauron? <laughs> Lord of the Rings. I love it. History of Middle Earth. Yeah. I, I watched that. Uh, Rogan Spotify strike is a deep state hoax. And this is actually from the podcast uh, Flagrant 2. Um, uh-huh. And it's not as a conspiracy-ish okay. as that title sounds. I was going to say, I was like, you're not really a conspiracy no, no, person. No, n- not at all. And I don't know what they're going to talk about. Right. Yeah, it's a pu- it's a pretty popular podcast. Anyway, uh, Manor Lords. What's that? Gameplay over- overview. I have no oh. idea what that is. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Sure, I, I watched some like video game stuff yeah. here and there. And then, uh, what is that? Yeah, that's it. And then I got a John Oliver. So, Wow, he looks terrible. Nice. He does. How old does he look? Old as fuck, man. Old as he's fuck. not that old. All, right? He's a Liverpool the, fan, by the way. I know. He's from uh, Liverpool. It's all the anger. He's just pent up with anger for some reason. So, yeah, there you have it, guys. Like, nothing wild or out of the ordinary. But clearly different. Hi, extremely different. So, at my fingertips is information that only pertains to me. Exactly. Specifically. That is going to keep you on the website, essentially, right. or whatever platform. It's going to maximize your Whatever view. application you, you have yeah, you, that you're on. Something really yeah. interesting that, like, okay, the podcast that we listened to mm-hmm. today. So we listened to a podcast with, what's his name? Tristan Harris. With Tristan Harris and, and was, on, on Sam, Sam Harris's Harris. podcast. Yeah. And he had brought up uh, the fragmentation of, like, your attention, basically. So, mm-hmm. like, the ideal for these companies is to have you watch uh, a big screen and then, like, your have your iPad going and have your phone going at the same time. So your, your like, consciousness is, like, fragmented. I've 100% done that. I've done it, too. I've done it. I don't have an iPad, but I have a laptop. So, or right? some so, other media, like, yeah. you know. Three media going at the same time. I've, I've definitely done, done that. 100%. Absolutely. That is insane if you think about it, right. man. Like, you're not, you're not concentrating on anything at all, really. No. You know, you're just getting, like, blasted with information and media rather than like 
thinking about what you're being blasted with. It's kind of, it's wild. Yeah, I've totally been guilty of this. I've done it a million times. Um, I will, I actually frequently will work on my laptop, have music playing on Mm -hmm. my stereo, am on my phone, Mm -hmm. kind of wasting away on whatever platform. Uh, And at the same time, the TV's on in the background. Yep. Not paying attention to anything. I've done, I've done one where like I've had an audio book going. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, music going at the same time right and then video game oh uh, yeah playing video Definitely. games for sure and it's like what the fuck just happened to the last hour of this book it, mm-hmm. i didn't hear any of it you know i think the scariest part of this is that subliminally you're being blasted 24 mm-hmm. 7 with ads telling you to buy this buy that like you know Oh, like you don't want these pants you want, or they don't say you don't want these pants, but you know, they're, they're throwing things at you constantly. Yeah. Um, at the same time, they're keeping you engaged in mm-hmm. the social media part of it, or like, you know, in the, in the kind of the game aspect of social media. Yeah. And there's no real regulation on this. There's no real end there's to no this. There's no regulation at all. What's also very interesting is that now that we've been quarantining for so long, and like I guess technically we're not quarantining anymore, mm-hmm. but everyone's home way more than they've ever been yeah, before, sure. even currently, obviously. So I guess what ends up happening is that now you don't even need to leave your house, right? So mm-hmm. now you're like straight up jacked into that shit. And you're really in a bubble. And when you want to buy it, you can just fucking buy it and it's going to get delivered to your house. It's not like before where like if you wanted to buy something, you would have to disengage from the platform, mm-hmm. leave your house to buy it. Right. It's so beautifully designed that you just fucking click the thing. You don't even move. It just gets delivered to your house and you're still it on the right platform. to the website where you can exactly. put in your credit card number. Boom. As done. quickly as possible. And it'll get you right back into like your YouTube feed or whatever fucking Twitter feed that you're on. And then there's exploitation happening at the same time on these platforms. Um, specifically, I'm going to bring up kind of the conspiracy community and all this. The Flat Earthers, QAnon, Pizzagate. Mm-hmm. Um Sandy it. Hook. Yeah, uh, like what's his name? Uh he they brought up uh they brought him up to Alex Jones. Alex Jones, yeah. Alex Jones, that kind of crap. They were saying that Alex Jones has more views than like the New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, MSNBC like all of these platforms That's put bad. together. I, I truly think there's this idea that we've exported our imagination because we're too busy as individuals anymore to have our own imagination. I kind of love that. Like yeah. we don't we do know we, we're too busy like you're constantly working there's too much stuff going on you know you have mm-hmm. two jobs because you have your primary income and then you have to have a secondary income and I, I don't know what to do like i'm in a world of like clicks and quick and everything has to be mm-hmm. done fast like imagination is it's in the back of the train like nobody Definitely. cares anymore um so i feel like we've exported our imagination to others uh, probably why the popularity of you know, why fantasy films are so popular, sure, why, why superhero films well, are so popular. I would popular. say like the arts in general is kind of like exporting your, you know, penchant for imagination right. to like an outside source. But like this is entirely on a different level. Now, yeah, I feel know? like we've given now we've like given we've, we've allowed people who should have no, you know, they should be nowhere close near our imagination yeah. to have access to it. And they've run away with it, and it's like a bad acid trip. Exactly, and they're they're not calling it art; like they're passing they're passing it off as reality. Oh my god, this actually reminds me, man, 
Oh, fuck. I think it was Tucker Carlson. Like, again, don't quote me on this. I don't know who it was exactly, but it might have been Tucker Carlson. Anyway, I think it was Fox News that got sued. Again, I'm not even sure if it was Fox News or another major... uh, But some sort of major media outlet. Major, yeah, news media outlet. And they got sued for... um, for a specific show got sued. Uh-huh. And their argument, the lawyer's argument, is written down, you guys can look this up. They said that no one who, no rational person wouldn't think uh, that this isn't entertainment. Essentially, wow. they're saying that if you're a rational person, you would know that this is bullshit. Right. That's their fucking, like, in the court that's of law, argument. that's their argument. I, I just, kind of going back to... This whole QAnon stuff. Sorry, I just mm-hmm. kind of want to yeah, no touch on some things. But what do you think makes conspiracy theories so popular, particularly amongst Americans? Okay, so, all right. Great question. I, have, I actually have a, I have a couple of theories on okay. this, or maybe just one theory. Right. And then I'm going to ask you the same thing, okay. to be honest. I personally think at this point it's becoming a global phenomenon. Uh-huh. And that's... For a couple of reasons. First, because we're exporting our culture and like yeah. that's what we do. Um, but second, I think it has more to do with like the times we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because of what we were just talking about, how much we're inundated with information, mm-hmm. how much we actually know about like the world. Maybe people find comfort watching Trump all the time and blocking out the rest of the world because it's a simple thing to focus on, right? Like um, and it's like you can either love him or hate him. Exactly. And it's like a it's like a pure emotion. It's a pure black it's and white easy. emotion. Yeah. I love this guy. He says the great. He says the best things. Oh, I hate him. He's terrible. He says the worst things. Yeah. But yeah, I get, I can understand yeah, that. Yeah. Because initially, before Trump, and like obviously, if you're interested during Trump, if you look at what's going on in the world, you're gonna find. I mean, fucking countless, countless things that are wrong in the world. Mm-hmm. You know. Countless things that you should probably care about, but you can't really do much about. Um, And the more information you get, the more the world seems like it's completely out of fucking control, which it is. Which it is. It's always been a shitty place. You know, that's one view of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, listen, I'm not a, I'm not a pessimist. Sure. Like, I'm not saying the world is a shitty place and it's always been a shitty place to sound like a pessimist or be a cynic. I, I just think, you know, when you, I don't know, I've talked to people recently and they're like, oh my, 2020, it's like, it's the worst. Like, it's terrible. I'm like, well, did you live in 1943? Yeah, exactly. Or like, welcome to like, like getting like into it with each other. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem that bad. No, it's not that bad. And what makes it bad is like being spoiled or like your outlook on life, you know? Oh, I can't go to a bar. Yeah. Like, if you don't understand that being born, being alive means that it comes with like endless amounts of pain, like you're doing it wrong, yeah. man, you know? It's just about you how are you born take it. Like, to live and suffer. Exactly. And then find joy in the little things. Exactly, man. That's what it is. And the little things are fucking beautiful. They but really are. Back to like what, what I was saying real quick yeah. about the conspiracy stuff. Um, I pretty much believe that people are into conspiracy theories because it's so unfathomable. It's so actually terrifying to think that there isn't a cabal that there aren't secret societies pulling the strings behind the scenes and actually things really do happen at random. I think conspiracy theories at this point are almost replacing God as an ideology. Like in the sense that it like it brings comfort to people, mm-hmm. first off, that there are people behind the scenes, that there is control over the world. And that's a great point. You know what I mean? And yeah. that and then 
because it's like the way they're controlling it is so ugly. Um, you just they have, have to, something to fight for, to fight against. You know. Oh, I was gonna say the opposite. I was like, do you think people just are like, whatever? It's like it's so crazy and out of my reach. I'm just gonna let it be. Sure, there are people like that, but I think like the hardcore conspiracy theorists are like, we got to put an end to this. You know, QAnon. QAnon, exactly. <laughs> and then replace it with something else that's going to control it properly. But like that control doesn't exist. Like things a happen. benevolent dictator. Oh, man, things happen at fucking random, you know? Yeah, no, totally. I, I know. I think that's a great point. I think the nostalgia aspect is true. I think you, you, the the whole, I've never thought about that. Like the the idea that we kind of are replacing, you know, God is dead. Let's be real in a lot of ways. I know there's a lot of believers and you know, sure. religious people out there still, but um, you know, the world is, I can't sit here and tell you that it's a, it's a, we live in a religious society. We definitely do not live in a religious um, society. But yeah, but you're like, it. you are almost replacing that God's control or like the control of a book mm-hmm. that was written by God, quote unquote, sure. with these other theories, these other cults, these yeah. other, you know, ideas. No, that's a good point. I think that's true. What do you think? We in the United States reward individuality. Mm-hmm. We love people who think outside of the box, right? All of our great um, men of industry, inventors, you know, your Thomas Edison's, your fucking Carnegie's, Rockefeller's, they all thought outside the box. Even some of our presidents. Most definitely. Um, they're all kind of renegades and rebels and they believe in their vision in american society you are rewarded for thinking outside of the box Mm -hmm. and we which is cool i'm gonna say well it's like a lot of innovation does yeah i i think it's a now is it's a bastardized vision Mm -hmm. because now what we have yeah we still have the free thinkers the outside of the box kind of thinkers but we also have the Alex Joneses of the world. Yeah. Right? The guy's uh, like, he can't even see the box anymore. He's right. so outside of the box. We we have the flat earthers. Yeah. Um, Who think we're living on a box. Probably. Exactly. <laughs> and so your formative, you know, you're in your formative years, you're, you're clicking on like some flat earth stuff. And you're like, wow, that sounds really cool. That sounds really interesting. And you know what? They always say, don't, you know, you got to be, you know, you can't be the sheep. You can't follow like the shepherd all mm-hmm. the time. You got to, you got to be your own person. You got to find your own way in maverick. this world. You got to be a maverick. And so, you know, you go to school and you start talking about this. You you start believing that the flat earth exists. It's almost, you're rewarded through this somewhat dubious source that you are an individual. You are different. You are someone else. Like you're you're almost- so American. Mm-hmm. Look, at the same time, I'm, I, I do want to say this. Yeah. Um, there obviously have been conspiracies that have been true, right? Like MK 100%. Ultra is real. I mean, yes, yes. Um, there, and there are so many uh, conspiracies, uh, you know, that the American government perpetrated like really heinous crimes against the black community. Um, right. Like, they were they brought crack into America. They brought, like they they yeah. put drugs in black communities. Well, they literally also poisoned, like straight up, like poisoned uh, black people as well. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it but, was, and I'm sorry about that. No, but, no, yeah. but I'm just I'm thinking anyway, like you, you had brought up a point saying that like you're in this rabbit hole and you're you're younger, so you're absolutely right. And I hadn't thought about this, but once the medium becomes like. It's all on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. So you watch something reputable on YouTube. Right. And if you're a kid, you watch something else. You're still on the same medium. So it doesn't right. like necessarily strike you that like this is going to be less reputable. Sure. Because you're watching it on the same I mean, you can platform. watch Sam Harris on YouTube. Exactly. And you can watch Alex Jones on YouTube. Exactly. 
So it's the yeah. same channel, essentially. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, it's scary. It's fucking scary. And I don't know. Um, I think the the beauty of what we listen to and, and I'll, I'll get to watching Social Dilemma as well. But I think the beauty of it is that there are people that are kind of raising this awareness about what's happening mm-hmm. In the, on the internet, what's happening in the, in the world? That's yeah. not. And by the way, whoever watched that documentary that that I know mm-hmm. got really freaked out. Like my mom got really freaked out. Um, she was like, "I want to delete everything," and I was like, "Okay, cool, we'll delete I mean, stuff for you." But just like know what's happening. I, well, that's like, what I was gonna say. I was like, "We don't need to go from one extreme to the other." Exactly. Right? You don't have to be like, "Oh, oh my God, they're they're controlling my mind." Like I'm gonna delete Instagram and yeah. and Twitter. No, it's just I think what they're trying to say is just be aware. Be aware. Choose what you take in, right? right. Like if you eat shit, you are shit, right? Like mm-hmm. so, like it, it's the same thing with your mind. If you consume shit, you have a shit mind. Yeah, yeah. No, and I agree. Like, try not to have a shit mind. Um, I think this is a good segue right now into what's been going on in the Caucasus. Should we give a brief history? Um, just quick, just quick, just real quick. 1988, uh, mm-hmm. Soviet Union's falling apart. The Armenians of Nagorno-Karabakh want to leave Azerbaijan, secede, and Rejected. join Armenia as a country, as an yeah. SSR. Um, as the collapse continues, there's a full-fledged war uh, between the separatists, the Armenian separatists in the region, and the Azeris. Uh, eventually, the Armenians or of that region beat out the Azeris in yep. 1994. There's a ceasefire that's signed and there's just basically been like, a, I'm not going to call it a cold war. It's been kind of like a hot war. It's a hot war. It I just mean, hasn't skirmishes blown. Yeah, it constantly. just hasn't blown up into what it's what it's currently happening right yeah. now. Azerbaijan has one of the worst free press records ever, ever yeah. of any modern country. Yeah, They're like bottom of the list for free press. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, currently speaking, there is no free press right now in Azerbaijan as yeah. we speak. So it's kind of tying into what we we're talking about with the with the whole social dilemma thing is that their media is directly being controlled by one person. Yeah. By a dictator. Yes. By a warlike hellbent dictator. Mm-hmm. Um, he has imprisoned his own people, his own journalists to make sure that the narrative serves him. Yeah. And so most journalists are entering the region through Armenia. Mm-hmm. They're landing in Armenia. They're going through Armenia into the region because they can't actually get to the area to cover the war through Azerbaijan. So now you tell me in a lot of ways, you know, so like, how you, is that not being covered? For example, like all well, these balanced articles, supposedly balanced, that they're putting right. out right on every fucking news outlet, mm-hmm. every non-Armenian news outlet, balanced yes. articles, n- nowhere, Nowhere does it mention where they got their information from. Nowhere does it mention that the Azeris aren't allowing journalists in. It's 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 outrageous. This was I'm going to read a tweet um, from a gentleman called Luke Coffee. This was on Twitter, um, and I'm just going to read his bio. It says, "Opinions are mine and mine alone. Foreign policy, security, geopolitics, usual RT caveats apply." Um, I mean, not much being said here but he has a tweet out and it says azerbaijani cities of ganja and minga chavir under attack again mm-hmm. in like highlighted by armenia he's not even saying Ar- nagorno karabakh he's saying Artsakh. straight up armenia he's saying armenia yeah. both cities are far from the front lines ganja home to 500,000 civilians and major oil gas pipelines 
Mingachevir, home to 100,000 and largest dam reservoir and hydroelectric plant in, South Ca- in the South Caucasus. How do you know that? If journalists are not allowed into Azerbaijan yeah. to actually report on what's going on. Yeah. So that's why like, I kind of wanted to tie this in to like our previous um, conversation, our previous, what we're talking about with social dilemmas, sure. because again... Yeah, Tristan Harris had mentioned, well... You know, where's the editorial staff of these newspapers? Where are they getting their information right. from? Right. <clears throat> Twitter, he said, right? <clears throat> yeah, he said Twitter. It's he said crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like, quote unquote, legitimate journalists mm-hmm. are going on Twitter to find their sources. Yeah. And Twitter is a made up narrative. Because, because they barely have enough money to send journalists out to, right. to have field reporters or whatever you call them, you know. Right. It's it's and also this war is not being covered in in U.S. news media. I think for probably it's not just one reason. It's not because people hate Armenians or like you know. No, I don't think it's that. I think that the it kind of goes back to what's clickable. What are people actually going to exactly. read about? I think that's what um, it's about too. Most more people, than anything else, most people care about Trump more than do they do about some regional conflict happening literally across exactly and to understand it like the amount of history that you have to understand it's kind of insane considering the bite-sized you know tidbits that we get today that like people's attention span like is able to to process the the history of this conflict is cliff notes wouldn't cut it no they wouldn't and that's why we didn't get into it uh over here um and we please, won't no we won't please look, look it, it up, up yourself yeah it's pretty transparent um if you do um i think if i'm going to say anything in a nutshell if you're an american listening to this um and you think about the united states the united states was a country that wanted self-determination yeah and fought for it and gained independence mm-hmm. That is what the people of Artsakh, nagorno karabakh are trying to do. Well put. It's, you don't even need any history for that. It's, it's, it's people, people's, a human being's right, yes. or a group of human beings' rights to self-determination. Yeah. Anyway, just, okay, let's draw, let's, let's draw this for now. Okay. Oh, I'm just going to get it out. Yeah. Okay. okay, finally, I think, uh, Sean, you had mentioned this, dude. This is a really interesting topic for me. You were talking about creating... Uh-huh. Just in case, right? Just in case something like really goes wrong with like animals and stuff. Yes. Um, Yes. An extinct animal sperm bank. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. I was really high when I came up with this. (laughs) It makes sense though, right? Extinct animal sperm bank. It does make sense. E-A-S-B. Do you think it's a little too um, patriarchal? Like, what do you mean? Do we also need like a Yeah, we could just call it like sperm bank. Just sounds. I, it has a good ring to it. Yeah, I don't know sperm and egg bank. Like no, but yeah, eggs. We would could be put like egg in parentheses. And sure, maybe. fine. You could call me a little like you know misogynistic. Yeah. Like, I'm only thinking about the men in the animal mm-hmm. kingdom, but oh, whatever. You're with Sue the boys. Me. Yeah, I'm a boy, bro. I'm gonna yeah. think. You know, think with the boys, sperm boys. Yeah, this was the thought. A lot of animals, they're on their way out. 350 elephants died. Like lot, uh, you know, over this course of a few months. Yeah, <laughs> uh, although we did anyway i'm not gonna go, into that. I'm not gonna go into that um then you know, i think it was in botswana and then they found that there was some like weird amoeba poisoning like the the wells and these elephants were drinking okay, that it. fucking sucks yeah and, like 350 elephants jesus died. christ i'm like 
There aren't that many elephants. No, there aren't. We're done. Like that was it. Three hundred fifty gone. There's like fifty percent of elef- we're, elephants. We're in a shit. Yeah. Like dude, we're in a real hole now. That was a motherfucking genocide right there. Yes. Dude. Yes. Tigers. There's like only three thousand to four thousand tigers in the wild around the world. I'm gonna go in and say that's a joke population of tigers. That's like that's not even a village. No, it's not. So I was like, fuck, man. And I love animals, obviously. Um, You're an animal boy. I'm an animal boy. I love yeah. animals, man. Who doesn't? If you don't like animals, like stop listening now. You're Seriously, weird. you're weird. Get out of here. What's your favorite animal? Oh shit, my favorite animal yeah. of all time. Owl. Yeah. Owl. The owl. I love owls. Yeah, That's owls a good are animal. fucking cool, man. That's a good one. Very stealthy. Yeah, believe it or not, they're Quiet. big. Quiet. Quiet until they start hooting. Yeah, which they, I enjoy. I enjoy. I do too. It's a very calming. Yeah, light. it's really nice. I have one over here actually, and he's hooting all the time. And that's cool. Could be a she, by the way. Yeah, we don't know. Just call it it. It. Yeah. Yeah. It. Well, I was just like, hey, like if these animals are just gonna die, mm-hmm. how do we potentially save? At, at least save their legacy so maybe we can bring them back in the future extinct animal extinct sperm. animal and okay so i shouldn't call it extinct yeah. animal i guess because endangered endangered animal. maybe mm. we should call it endangered animal sperm sure. bank because extinct sounds like they're all like the dead ones exactly the that's Dodo a jurassic bird. park situation yeah which maybe that's cool. what the future holds cool. but like I'm, I'm glad you brought up the dodo bird yeah because <laughs> Like in terms of animals you would bring back, yeah. where where is it? Where's the dodo bird on this list? Very like in the low. hierarchy. Very low. Low. Same with the panda for me is very low. Pa- would you just kill the pandas off right now? Um, no, I, I don't want to kill off animals. Okay. I respect that. I don't either. I don't want to. But pandas are pretty stupid. They are probably the dumbest. Yeah. Considering their size, especially. Yeah. But very cute. Very, very I cute. I would bring back the first animal I would bring back. Asiatic lion. Because if you guys didn't know this, there used to be lions. When I say Asia, I'm sorry. I mean West Asia. West Asia, yeah. So like Not in Iran, like, sure. in Iraq, in, in modern day Turkey, Armenia, mm-hmm. like the, the Mesopotamia, yeah. the Levant. There used to be tigers. So when you see those like Persian kings like With spearing the, tigers, mm-hmm. it's because there were tigers back then. Yeah. Until they, you know. They Until the off. Persian kings kind of killed them yeah, off. Yeah. You know, we send some off to like the circuses in Rome and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So. We got to stop that from happening. Endangered animal sperm bank. Um, there's going to be some challenges involved. Sure. Because you need to collect samples. I'm more than willing to collect some samples. <laughs> now, I don't know more. how you're going to collect a sample from a 100-foot blue whale. They have six. They have their, their penis. I didn't realize penis, we're involving like aquatic uh, species. The, the length of mm-hmm. a fully, I believe, fully erect uh, blue whale mm-hmm. is my height. Okay, that's tall. You're pretty tall, so that's I'm actually six two. It's about a six. That's foot a penis. group effort. That's we're gonna. Need, that's a group effort. That's not gonna. That's not a one man job. No, I that's hope not, not a one man hand job. You know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah, like, you just gotta be there at the right time, right place, right time, and as as it. And then know. it's just like five guys. Or how do you collect the egg from a blue whale? Now we're now yeah. So listen, I'm not so a scientist. So this is a sperm bank, bro. No, yeah. I mean, let's take the eggs out. How do you collect <laughs> women? If you can figure out how to collect, please an like, egg from a from a blue whale. Blue whale. Call us. Call us and then email us. We'll change the name from extinct animal sperm bank to extinct animal sperm and egg bank. Yeah. Until then, reproductive bank. Yeah, because I know how to I know how to extract sperm from a from a blue whale. Right. It's a five man job, <laughs> five man hand job. <laughs> Oh man, I would. Uh, people would pay to see that. I think. 
Yeah. So I, was I my, might pay to see that. <laughs> <laughs> like the next hot like click on uh, on like Pornhub. Yeah. Whale. Five guys. <laughs> One whale. One whale. <laughs> I think you need more than five guys, dude. Really? I'm I imagining like I'm imagining like it's my <laughs> my arms around it and then my legs as well. I'm just straddling <laughs> this thing. Oh, man, one dive, you're done. Like if that thing dives deep, oh you're out. God, you're right. You're right. But what a way to go. What a way to go. <laughs> doing what you For love. Science. You yeah, know? exactly. For the future of Earth. At least I was doing what I what I always love to do. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep on this topic. If there's any scientists out there that are listening to our show for any given reason, I don't know why you would be, but if you are there. Email yeah. us. Strongest ever military vote. <laughs> 401k vote. Dude, he was <laughs> off his fucking rock. He was so high. Biggest tax cut ever. And another one coming. Vote. Religious liberty. Vote. Law and order. Vote. Do you think religious liberty vote is true? I don't think that's true. He probably hates like anyone that's. Well, actually, again, I don't think he actually cares. He doesn't care. He's just ranting. He's, he's just yeah. yeah. He's just ranting. Yeah. He's insane. Yeah. Well, here we here can talk he's about insane. Some, yeah. Um, he's he's on medications. Yeah. <laughs> with these tweets. I mean, I think his whole uh, don't quote me on this, but I do think his family, like as a whole, yeah. was like, "Hey, guys, just disregard." Yeah, this just tweet. like hey, he's, like if whatever he said, just don't he, take it seriously. Yeah. It's like it's. Yeah. He was high. He was. High. You know what? That's that's a drunk dial right oh, there. But who gave him a? phone when he was high he's the president dude he's the president and i bet everyone's probably mike pence mike pence he's like mike get over here give me maybe he didn't even ask for the phone maybe mike pence just slipped slipped the phone yeah dude dirty boy just if mike pence becomes president even for a few weeks we're fucked holy shit we are fucked so yeah i'm gonna just we'll we'll leave it there and yeah um yeah Cool. That's it, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to Sorry Bro. I love you. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.